Rebellion in Russia. Palestinian Authority in the West Bank is about to break down. The real conflict over Israel's judicial overhaul, we're going to expose it. And the world is becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah. Digital currency and digital ideas are coming sooner than you expect. Messianic World Update begins now. Shalom everyone, I'm Monty Judah with Lion and Lamb Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is June the 30th of the year 2023. In Russia this last week, in fact, back to last weekend, we heard about the Wagner Group, which is this mercenary group that was working with Russia to, in Ukraine, that it suddenly turned and began to appear to attack Russia itself. In fact, they were marching toward Moscow when the whole situation got calmed down as civil war was averted. The group, this mercenary group, which is not only operating in Ukraine, but multiple areas around the world, this is a Russian mercenary group, highly trained, trying to select, they're paid well. But in the Ukraine war, they were running into trouble with two Russian generals. Those generals wanted the Wagner Group to be up under them and answer only to them, whereas the Wagner Group wanted to be independent and they answer only to themselves and apparently to their leader, to Vladimir Putin. And further, there was two incidents. One, the Russian generals were not supplying enough ammunition to the Wagner Group, and there was a lot of men that were lost because they didn't have adequate ammunition, and further, there's a report that a Russian unit, military unit, actually attacked a Wagner Group outpost. Several of their soldiers were killed. Well, apparently there was enough conflict that the leader of the Wagner Group decided to pull up out of Ukraine and start heading toward Russia to show his displeasure. The president of Belarus, who was a friends both with the leader of the Wagner Group as well as Vladimir Putin, negotiated an agreement with them to stop attacking Russia, not go to Moscow, of which I'm pretty certain had they made it to Moscow, they would have all died anyways. But in any case, he negotiated an agreement that the Wagner Group wouldn't be in trouble anymore, they would pull a ceasefire and not attack Russia anymore, and that the leader of the Wagner Group would be exiled to Belarus, and he apparently in the news this week has already made his journey there. There's a lot of speculation about we don't think his life is going to be very long because anybody who crosses Vladimir Putin usually dies. And so it, it's brought into question how stable is Putin's control over Russia and all of the forces that are in Ukraine. And you can hear commentators on both sides of that issue. Some are saying that he still has good control over his army and and, and the elements within Russia. Others are saying, no, it shows how weak he is, and only time will tell as to what, what's the fallout from it. In Ukraine, the questions are, well, does this help the Ukraine counteroffensive that's now been started? Whether or not that will accomplish anything, we don't know either. In any case, it's a very liquid, volatile situation in Russia and Ukraine. And we're just going to have to see how this plays out through the rest of this summer. But at the moment, it's getting crazy over there, clearly in that part of the world. 
The Palestinian Authority, and that is led by Mahmoud Abbas, his health is failing. He does not have a successor. Different terrorist groups are forming up inside of the West Bank. Israel's been fighting them frequently. The city of Jenin seems to be the hub of where that activity is coming from. But the great fear in Israel is the Palestinian Authority, the part that had the oversight, is doomed and it's going to collapse. And Netanyahu's on record is saying we can't let the Palestinian Authority collapse. We gotta be able to support it, sustain it. That's the only viable control over that. If it does collapse, then they have a situation in the West Bank as bad as the one in Gaza. We got a whole bunch of terrorists going crazy in, inside of the West Bank. Just to go to show you what's been going on in the West Bank, we have a Palestinian. He wasn't directly connected with the terrorist elements there, but he launched a couple of rockets. He made some homemade rockets and launched them from the West Bank. Now, they didn't fly very far. They landed in Palestinian areas. They didn't reach Israel or any of the cities. Israel is downplaying that event, but the fact of the matter is that the same chemistry that you have in Gaza, which is hostile to Israel in all forms, it's starting to brew within the West Bank itself. The situation is becoming even more volatile and more difficult. And as I said to you, Jenin has become the hub of this Palestinian activity. IDF elements, Shin Bet elements are constantly going in there and uprooting terrorist elements and terrorist leaders and trying to arrest them and remove them from their activities that are going on. In Israel, politically, the Judicial Reform Act that's going through the Knesset has been tailored down, but it's still going forward. And there's still a lot of conflict in Israel with regard to them doing it. Stepping back from the whole situation, why in the world would that be such a volatile situation with Israel, politically and internally in Israel? Well, Israel is kind of a divided people in the moment. We have the religious and the conservative on one side, and we have the liberal element that's on the other side. And at the moment, the judicial, the Supreme Court is pretty much controlled by the liberals, and they don't want to release control of it whatsoever to any of the conservative or religious elements. What is at stake is that Tel Aviv has become kind of the hub, the leading city promoting homosexuality and pride and LGBTQ and the rest of the alphabet stuff. And if, if conservative members and religious members get in the Supreme Court, there's going to be rulings against those people. As you know, the LGBTQ activities going on in the world are coming out even stronger. I mean, here in the United States, we're completing Pride Month, and there's a promotion of those things and that lifestyle and anything interfering with it, conservative thought, religious, is being opposed worldwide. In Israel, it's like it's a focal point with going on. And that's what's behind the problem with this judicial overhaul bill that's going through the Knesset. It will enable conservatives and religious people to have more say over decisions made by their Supreme Court. Could change the laws as to what is acceptable and illegal inside the land of Israel. I'm sure we've been talking about it, and you've heard about it, about digital currency is going to be coming soon. 
Let me just update you very quickly. The United States has investigated the idea of moving to digital currency away from cash, and there is some discussion that they may start to test it, implement it as early as next month, July. In Europe, they are talking about implementing it also in September, and essentially, let me just kind of explain how that would work. There's a couple of other shoes that would follow after they implement it. Number one, they'll be talking about a new digital ID that goes with the digital money. And you can eliminate running around with your credit cards and writing checks and things of that nature by having a digital ID that immediately goes right to your account and you don't have to carry a credit card, you don't have to do any of that sort of thing. And the, the next thing that goes with it is the recalling of dollars. So all of those that have cash, they'll be like they did many years ago when we went off the gold standard, they'll ask everybody to turn their gold in, they'll be paid for it, well everybody will be asked to turn in the dollars and they'll receive a certain amount of credit in digital money for it. There have been some suggestions made that if you recall your dollars and turn them in that you'll get a slightly more amount in digital money and that will be a way to incentivize people to do it. But not everybody's going to comply with this and it's concerning to us from the standpoint that we have a Bible prophecy that talks about in the time of the Great Tribulation in which that we won't be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast, without whatever that system is. Digital money and a digital ID gives the government total and complete control over your ability to buy or sell. They can simply turn your account off, blackmail or stop you from doing any sort of action and or can promote you. We also know that the ESG score is integrated into that where your environmental social grade score is totaled. So depending on what activities you're involved with and they monitor you for this, you'll get a certain score that permits you to have privileges and a lower score will prohibit you from doing the things that you want to do. How quickly that's gonna happen, we don't know. But the rumors right now is it's coming this year. So we're gonna continue to watch that as well. That's a very important event that matches up with the prophetic timeline and the prophecies themselves. We remind you each week to like, subscribe, and respond to our channel. The reason why we do that is because that helps us. That shows the internet companies that we have a lot of traffic, and if we have traffic, we move up on a higher priority. More people are able to access us and hear the message that we have to share. We appreciate you doing that. So if you don't mind, hit that like button hit the subscribe thing, join with us, and so we can also encourage others to join with us in the future. In the meantime, Shabbat Shalom to all of you. Have a great weekend. Thank you everyone who listens to our podcast here at Line of Land Ministries. I wanna remind you, you can get our podcast through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, and wherever you like to download your podcast. Thank you for being a part of our program and listening to what we have to say.